From the Truman State University Index, my name is Ryan Pavoni, and this is Dry Ink. Today, we're talking to Index sports reporter Ethan Hewitt about his latest story on what to expect from the football team this season. It's Thursday, April 1st. So what should students expect for them this spring? Yeah, well, the GLBC um, did, they split up their conference in half basically for this uh, shortened spring season. Um, so the Bulldogs will have a three-game schedule that begins uh, today, uh, April 1st. They'll go down to Southwest Baptist. They'll play their three games, and then the two winners from the two divisions in the conference this year will get to face off on a conference championship. Um, there was a bit of uh, roster uh, turnover this season in that they had a lot, a few uh, fair amount of players who graduated this past year, so especially on defense. They have a pretty young defense this year. Um, but uh, head coach Greg Nesbitt said they had a scrimmage this past weekend, and the young secondary really flashed. So they had really high expectations this year, um, coming off a really good 2019 season, winning 10 games for the first time since the early 90s, winning the first bowl game since 1961. Um, so they got some high expectations to live up to, but as of right now, the belief is that they'll be able to live up to them. And yeah, can we kind of put this into context a little bit? Um, what's kind of changed from last season? Yeah, well, last year they leaned a lot on last year they leaned a lot on the defense. They had a very they had a uh, one of the best defenses in the conference, and honestly, one of the best defenses in the nation. Um, but this season, obviously, with that younger defense, they're going to be leaning a little bit more on their offense, especially in the first couple of games. Um, but unfortunately, they also did lose Jane Barr, the starting quarterback from last year. Um, and so Nolan Hare at the moment is the guy there, but they also have uh, their offensive line is intact. Um, so Jacob Van Gorn, Jade Edgar are a couple of guys that are definitely going to help uh, Hare lead that offense early on. Um, even last because last season, obviously, also the, the offense is also really good as well. They averaged 35 points a game, which is very good, for especially for what could be a young offense this year. Your story digs into those offense plans and the defense plans. Could you tell us a little bit about those? Um, so defensively, it, like I said, the, the biggest concern right now is just how, um, how quickly this secondary is going to be able to adjust. You obviously still got a couple of veterans there. You yeah, have Ben Watson and Ben Thomas, a couple of sophomores who um, have definitely taken charge in the secondary right now. Uh, Watson actually led the team at pass breakups last year with 10. So it's good to have them there. And then you got Ray McBroom, who's a senior this year, who's lead, sort of leading that front. You lost Sam Reeves, who was your leading sack or your sack leader last season. Um, so he's sort of taking charge up front. This year, they've been a little selective with how much pressure they've been dialing up because obviously when you blitz, you give up a player, obviously, back in coverage. And right now, as we said, a big concern or a big uh, primary focus is to not get you over the top. So they've been a little selective with that. Um, but nonetheless, they still obviously, of course, as, as any team wants to be, they want to be as aggressive as they can up front and make sure and call up with a lot of different disguises to keep opposing quarterbacks guessing. And also make them have to read post snaps so they can possibly exploit uh, those younger secondary players. And offensive, offensively, like I said, obviously you lose Jaden Barr. That's a big piece. Quarterback position is huge. Um, but Nolan Hare is going to be back. 
playing for the his, starting his first game, and I believe he said three years. Mm. So that'll be he has obviously said the nerves are there, but it's really good to be back on the field. They have a little bit of a competition, obviously, between him and a few other younger quarterbacks on the roster. Uh, Chad Bryden is there as well to, for a little veteran presence at backup, um, and a couple of other offensive weapons to keep your eye on would be guys like uh, Spencer Newell and Dante Ruffin as well, a couple of wideouts, and also Jake Ellis, tight end. He also had a really good season last year. Um, so, yeah. I guess, what are your thoughts after reporting on this and talking to um, some of the players and the coach? Will the Bulldogs have a good season? Well, you know, you can have as, all, all the talent you want, but I think a big thing that a lot of teams try to create, create is that winning culture. And I've been talking with a few of the players from there. I definitely think this team has established that winning culture. Um, and they, they have the talent as well. They have some very talented players, a lot of young talent. So I think this season obviously is going to be high, high expectations. I think they'll probably need it. And obviously looking forward to the fall as well. I think they could have a really good season there when they uh, suit up for a full 10-11 game season. Did you talk to anybody about how um, the pandemic or COVID-19 has affected this or how it will affect this spring season? Yeah, I talked with uh, the McDroom linebacker senior a little bit. Um, obviously, the extended off season was different. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, you, you get used. It's the nature of habit, obviously, to be uh, getting into gear in the fall. So it was obviously a little weird there. Um, coming into the season, they're maybe not as in like good of football shape as you want to be. Um, but they also don't have as many games to prep for. But it's it's obviously understandable, especially considering the or the shortened season, especially considering the quick turnaround they'll have to have for the uh, fall. I guess for the fall, are they? What expectations do they have then? Uh, it's the same. They 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 uh, fully believe that they have a roster capable of going out and winning a conference championship again. Here's what else you need to know. Truman hosted in-person admitted student events in March, which brought prospective students to campus for specialized programming. With COVID-19 precautions in place, the events were divided into six micro-events in which faculty provided one-on-one time with students to discuss their programs and how college has changed with the pandemic. TMN movie reviewer Joey Dofferty recently reviewed Nomadland, the six-time Oscar-nominated film released on Hulu February 19th. The film follows Fern, portrayed by Frances McDormand, as she navigates the moment-to-moment lifestyle of a modern nomad after the 2008 Great Recession. Joey calls the film a beautiful and respectful look at the lives of America's modern-day nomads. The Index Editorial Board released an review editorial in which the structure of the spring 2021 commencement is questioned. While trying to be accommodating for different needs, it seems the university has missed the mark. With over a month left, the editorial board asks administration to consider hosting commencement outdoors, 
and measure more in line with CDC recommendations. For these stories and more, check out tmn.truman.edu. There, you can also sign up for the Index newsletter, which comes out every Thursday morning. You should also follow along on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Truman Index. See you next week. Thank you.